0: The following is a presentation of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. If you could see me in the room when I, when we had 30 second goes, 50 second goes, you would think that I was crazy.
1: Like I'd do anything to sport. That was the mindset I went in there. Like I'm going to bring it to the world. You want to be successful in life, you got to always have a bigger picture. And the bigger picture is using the best sport in the world, wrestling, and what it teaches you. And the people that it brings into your life and what they teach you, use that to become a better version of yourself as a human being. Because of all the time that you put into it, you just it's in your blood, you know. Once you're in that gym and the whistles start blowing, you want to get out there and scrap.
0: I'm happy to be back. It's good to be world champion. All's right with the world. Now it's time for bonus points, the official podcast of the national governing body at USA Wrestling
1: from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Here's your host, Richard Emmel. Welcome, everyone, to episode 96 of the U.S. Wrestling Bonus Points Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Immel, and joining me today right now uh, on the line from Oklahoma City, uh, Andy Cook, head coach, Grace Harbor. Bit of a condensed show for you uh, this week. Andy uh, is is quite busy, but I wanted to have him on. We have the WCWA's coming up uh, this weekend, so big weekend for Andy and the program, as well as women wrestlers across the nation all descending upon Oklahoma City um andy how's it going man
0: going great going great beautiful sunny day here in oklahoma girls got a nice workout this morning uh taking care of the grocery needs they're in the walmart getting all set up for a big event this weekend
1: awesome okay so grays harbor for those unfamiliar um you know let's shed some light on the grays harbor program new program um you know you took over uh when when did you take over? Was it this last year or the year before?
0: Yeah, yeah, this is our second year as mm-hmm. a program. Uh we were brand new, so when I walked in the doors last August, um there wasn't even mats on the floor. Um so we uh we've been working hard trying to build something special. Uh, kind of little hole in the wall spot. we uh our our wrestling room's in a mall. Um it's uh an old dilapidated mall that's um, we're like one of the biggest life parts in it. Now we're, uh, now actually we're in between the Sears and the movie theater. So hey, movie that's theater nice. rocks. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Sears has always got deals going. So yeah,
1: get down practice, go see a movie. I get it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, okay. So, um, tell me why for you specifically, Grace Harbor was an interest point.
0: Um, I'm, I'm a Washingtonian, so growing up in Washington, um, I've always wanted to give back and be, um, you know, give back to our state. I've been a part of Washington USA Wrestling for um, the last 15 years and um, been a director for the last six years or whatever. And um, having the opportunity to coach the college level in our state, um, be a driving force for the women, um, it was just a win-win. Uh, I, I surf, so um, I also do a lot of hiking. I know you like to hike. I do, um, I the, do. The Olympic Forest, and Olympic Mountain Range is right there um, So in in the Pacific Ocean. So looking at the demographics of it, I was like, you know, this could really fit really well with my lifestyle, um, along with being able to, to do the, the things that I want to do in wrestling.
1: How important but, was it for you? Um, t- to really get this program off the ground and we can get into specifics of what you have done over the last couple of years, but for you to be already ingrained in the local community, the Washington community and the women's wrestling community nationally. Uh, I mean, it's,
0: it's absolutely been paramount for the growth. Um, the work that I did with USA wrestling um, up, up till the point that I got hired um, really has, um, has done my program or our program, a, a huge favor. Um, most of the girls actually, like all of the, the good, um, recruits that I've, that have had come in really, um, or the high level, I wouldn't say good, the high level, the ones that are like, um, making, making major waves around the world, um, literally came to me and asked if they could be a part of the program. Um, so I didn't necessarily have to dig, um, into being a salesman. And, and I think that's like the cheesiest, worst part about being a college coach. One of the things that I dreaded actually about becoming a college coach is the recruiting aspect. So, um, last year in, in lieu of, um, having any program, I mean, when, when I had nobody and no girls, no, no, uh, no result, no, there was nothing, no history, um, it was a little bit more, it was a, it was frightening, like, wondering, like, you know, my, one of my, uh, one of my best recruits, or not recruits, excuse me, best athletes that I had ever raised up from, from as a child, she went off to, to McKendree. Um I had another one that went off to Eastern Oregon, um, you know, that, that where I had, like, worked hand in hand with since their first days on the mat, so, um, it was, it was very, very frightening, uh, getting off the ground and getting started. Um, like last year was a really tough year, Le- just learning, the learning curve and being a first year college coach, not having, uh, not ne- necessarily having any, uh, real big, um, stars, uh, to come in and, and, you know, like be leaders and be role models for the girls or even any senior leadership, junior leadership, uh. There's just a bunch of freshmen you know starting off, so um yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense
1: absolutely, so specifically to the challenges you faced, you get the keys to the castle, you're walking in what's uh, what's on your agenda? what do you got to get done?
0: first thing I had to get done was we had to put together a wrestling room, I had to get something that was somewhat safe, somewhat uh Um, decent so we could get good workouts in. Um, We had access to a weight room um, so I wasn't too concerned about getting the weight room up and running right away Um, but I really wanted to get a a nice facility that we could call home. Um, Second thing um, you know obviously with getting the group of athletes um, as, as a brand new program we didn't really have um, the athletes that, that some of the other programs had. We had a lot of really new freestylers, um, only one or two girls that had freestyle uh, competition or, um, or experience um, in, involved. So um, it was really just a, a big challenge to work on getting, uh, getting, those, you know, g- getting those kids up to speed. I mean, we worked probably for the first three months just directly on stance and motion, learning how to, like, have recognition when somebody is attacking, having the ability to change levels and get in the way and kind of, like, be competitive, you know. Um, I, I think those were the first things, is to teach the kids to just be in a good stance and position and get a nice facility going.
1: Talk to me about the athlete that you want to have a part of your program because, you know, we, we see this now with Fresno State on the D1 side. their new program, but in the women's – uh, side of things things are really growing rapidly right there's there's colleges popping up left and right we're over 30 um you know 35 colleges now that, that support women's wrestling i um, and it's continuing to grow so obviously the talent pool is there the the participant numbers are there um, not to the yeah. extent that men's are but you know what's your what are you seeking
0: what i'm seeking right now like last year i was seeking more um fill the room get get numbers get a big Get a big posse, get a big family, so we could all like support each other and and be a part of this thing together. Um, but this year is a little bit different. Pick I'm looking for just really just serious athletes that that are are focused on winning Olympic gold medals. I um, you know I when I came into this position a year ago, I drove across the bridge and and Aberdeen's motto when you when you drive into town is gateway to the Olympics. And, and I read that and I, and it hit home and I immediately was like, alright, 2020, we're putting six of six on that team. So, um, as we are right now, I am just working on putting together a team that, of juggernauts. I want every girl that I want to come in, I want them to be focused on winning. I want them to be focused on being the very, very best that they can be. Um, whether they're, um, great athletes or they're, um, you know, new new to the sport, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, I want them, you know, I, I'm i looking for the people that are just dedicated, looking for some, looking for the best, um, and I'm, as it is right now, I'm trying to surround my coaching staff with the best, and, and bring in, you know the very best athletes that I can get, so that's what we're that's what we're after.
1: Yeah, it's got to be important too to have that culture, right? That you're you're shooting for bigger and better things to really grow your program. You see this a lot with the like the Ohio States and the Penn States of the world. Uh, they're you know they have those uh, RTCs, those clubs, those guys competing for higher things. And I think that helps the colleges, whether you know they want to say it or not. But you know, for you, that building that culture of we want not only to have. Um, you know, a family environment, but also we want to achieve greatness. I mean, that's got to be something that is of the utmost importance for you.
0: Oh, I mean, absolutely. I I think that the family, the family orient, the family atmosphere that that's involved with our program, I think is, I think one of the, yeah, for me as a coach, I've found that the more we have like love and share the, the blessings of our sport the more the athletes want to push and the more the athletes want to, to dig in and find out what they're really made out of um, and, and to show you know show their sisters or brothers uh, exactly like yeah you know I know you're good you guys are good at this and that but I'm really good at this watch this and um, you know I think that each one of the athletes that I have on my team brings um, their own element of greatness um there isn't like one steady like we're all good at low singles or we're all good at throws we're a pretty well-rounded crew so that's um you know that's kind of my thought on that
1: so tell me a little bit about the transition from year one to year two and what you've seen from the the athletes that you've brought in from you know success wise because you're having more and more uh, the the further sure. along you go
0: you know, um, year one when I when I came in, I I uh, I vowed I wasn't gonna um, really I I didn't want to to I, I essentially I didn't want to cheat on my club team. I didn't I didn't have a, a footing in Grace Harbor. I didn't I didn't live in the area. Um, I didn't know really anything about the school or anything. So that first year coming in, the recruiting was um, I just like let it happen what happened um this last year's recruiting class um started i i started just i did the sales numbers i went i i wanted to be i figured a 10% would land so i i tried i wanted to have 40 kids in the room i put out 400 packets and i just went down the list for every senior state placer from washington from california and from hawaii and then from there i just um I got on uh, Front Rush, which is a a recruiting site, and just started sending emails and just making a big, humongous mess. Uh, (laughs) Man, and it was a mess, too. It was super hard to track. I didn't really know what I was doing, so um, (laughs) it was fun. It's fun to navigate. Um, As it is now, um, and with doing that, actually, um, getting signings and posting it on social media and Continually posting everyone that signed, I was posting, boom, posting, 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 and we had like over 30 girls sign last year. So having that, um, there was a, a mass amount of like, uh, like social media styled like momentum, right? And uh, and it and it actually, um, it, I ended up getting a few girls that I didn't know were gonna come, like a Paige Baines and a Desiree Zavala. Those were two girls that I did not recruit. I had not, I didn't even talk to them. Um, like they just contacted me and were like, hey, we're coming to school there. What do we got to do? So, um, like in essentially same thing with Rana and then now with, with Becca actually. Um, Becca contacted me, like out a, uh, uh, friend, uh, friend acceptance. Like I don't even know when I had sent Becca a friend request, but, it may have been within the last three years, sometime, <laughs> and then I had a, a friend accepted, and then a message: "Hey, what's it take to become a part of this program?" Mm-hmm. And so, um, with that, I've uh, you know I've just been super blessed to to be able to kind of have those those star star athletes come in, and then they've they've helped me change the culture, right? So um, and push the limits and make make everybody kind of understand what it takes to be a champion, right? So um, it's been awesome to have, you know, that
1: leadership come in. So, Can you talk to me a little bit about the uh, administration support, the backing that you have as far as wanting to, to really build this program and, and how important that is?
0: Yeah, you know, like pretty cool you say that. My uh, my ath- a- athletic director came out here on the trip with us. Um it's been they've been super overly supportive. It's been it's been amazing. They've been um just every bit of supportive that you could get. Last year we had Kateri uh, um Katiri Rao um uh, make the junior Pan American team mm-hmm. and uh in doing so the the student body actually paid her way, paid the money for her to, 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 pay into the, the USA wrestling system. Um, and then they actually paid for my whole way to go back to Peru last year too. So that was like a real, I mean, I, I didn't have the money to go and she'd never even been out of the uh, state, let alone until last year, um, let alone the country. So, uh, we had to emer- get an emergency passport and it was a super cool deal and it's been a real blessing to have um such great support on the at the school level.
1: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that cuz it seems like every international trip I'm on there's Andy Cook too. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're always trying to figure out how to get into trouble, right? Uh, right. I love it. <laughs> it's good though. Yeah. Uh, when did we meet? Tashkent, Uzbekistan?
0: Tashkent, Uzbekistan 2014. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a it was super eye-opening trip for me. Mm-hmm. Um just learning about a lot of different culture. Um I had you know, I hadn't done a whole lot of traveling prior to
1: 2014.
0: So, um, just been a, been a whirlwind since then, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's kind of crazy to think back about that. Everyone's, I think we were all sick. We're all riding that oh, bus. 36, <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun though, uh, in its no own doubt. unique way. I'll yeah, say. absolutely. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Memories. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, so talk to me about your team a little bit. You've got the competition coming up this weekend, so uh, let's run down your team. What do you got? Well,
0: I got a. Uh, I
1: bring. I'm bringing twelve athletes.
0: Um, we have five of them that are ranked, uh, so that's pretty fun coming into the event. Half the field. Well, there's ten weight classes, so half of my starting lineups in the in the ranking field. So um, super pumped for them. Not that I really care much about rankings, but it's nice for them to get um recognition for the work that they're putting in. Um I got at one oh one I've got ranked fifth going into the event is Nina Fam. Um you know Nina's had some up and downs this year, um had some really really good wins, taking some tough losses, but um what I think Nina has to offer is a technical prowess that I don't know that any of the girls in the field have. Um, I mean, obviously there's some really hot, that, that 101 pound weight class is loaded out. Like um, there's 10 girls in there that, that have a shot at winning it, mm-hmm. but I'd say uh, Nina has a real, real, real good shot at winning it. And if she can do um, the things that we've been talking about and working in practice, uh, it's just execution for her really. Like um, just getting out there and, and opening up her guns and starting shooting these girls because her offense is absolutely unstoppable it's left and right it's it's high level low level it's throws back steps back arches she literally has the whole package to give so um, super excited to see if uh, how she does and how she pans out um, uh, uh, I have also I have a, another 101 pounder named Julian yates um, who legitimately is. She's ready to make this jump. She hasn't shined yet out in the in the public, but she's a big 101 pounder. She's strong. She Where she lacks is just, just confidence and coming in with wins, right? So, I mean, we've been working super, super hard on her confidence, and she's killing it. And if she decides, I think she can sneak up on a lot of these girls that, that will definitely be overlooking her. Um, 109, uh, I've got, uh, eighth rank Kateri Rao. Um, Kateri is, uh, that's, uh, I, I'd, I'd say her and, and Nina are my two most skilled. Um, Kateri is, uh, again, we talked about her just a little bit ago. She was runner up in juniors last year, um, was our Pan American games, our Pan American, junior Pan American, uh, tournament, uh, representative for USA, um, She's beaten girls in the top three um, she's also taken losses and she battles her brain right she battles her mind out there so um, that's probably what the, the biggest thing that we've been working on with her is just her overcoming um, just herself and going out and letting it go and being free um, but it watching her and Nina drill and Russell in the room is I mean it's as high a level as it, you could you could go to Japan and watch those girls train and drill and be like these are these girls could be on those teams so um it's pretty fun to see that um with that with the little girls um i have a girl angelita sanchez at 116 um she's she's knocked off the number six uh ranked girl um a couple weeks ago in oregon um and she's a really big 116 pounder so um she's she's it's the toughest that's the toughest weight cut for us but uh For her, um, you know, we're we're looking at um, her surprising people and and doing some work um, on the outside. And then um, I got two at 123. Um, I I have a similar representative, and then I have a Titan Mercury uh, girl, Brittany Wynn. Both of them are freshmen, and both of them are really, really dangerous. Um, Just watching them work over the last week has been super fun, just seeing the— Seeing the calm over the storm, I think, you know, like they were a little bit tentative throughout the season, but they're really on point right now. And I feel like um, they're, they're understanding what's going on and where they're at and, and what they're wrestling. And um, over the last week and a half, two weeks, we've just been doing one-on-one work. So um, that has been, I think, real pivotal in these girls kind of shaking out the corks and kind of understanding what we've been talking about throughout the year. Uh, 130 I've got a girl Cassandra para um, she's a super cool story she's a daca girl um, it's uh, she's awesome very very strong California state placer um, 136 I got number two uh, ranked girl who they better watch out because we're coming for Kayla <laughs> and I know miracles the big name and and the big talk and you know, yada, yada, there's a the number one team, but we don't care about any of that. You know, we don't care about what results anyone's ever had in front of us. Um, the work that we're putting in is primo, and the things that, that Dez has been focused on, and then the things that she's been doing, I, Kayla better freaking watch out. The whole tournament better watch out. She's coming. And, um, so 143, I've got um, another stud who hasn't broke out of her shell yet, just, uh, just young just um, her name's Veronica Coppolino. um she's a california girl um she's been up at 155 so um we've been putting her she's been wrestling the big girls for the last like since christmas time so it's it's nice to have her back down at weight she's looking really sharp moving well um so excited about having her um in the lineup and then we move past 155 and we jump to 170 and that's where we got number three ranked Casey Morehouse and if you guys just saw me hit the window um, that was Casey giving me guff on the window there uh, <laughs> trying to trying to rattle me while I'm talking but um, if any of you guys have seen Casey she's the most dangerous one on the team um, she will throw you she will double you she has zero fear um, and and her like her big transformation from last year she is our first, uh, and only all American ever for Grace Harbor. Um, we do host, uh, you know, Des is, a, was third last year and then, um, Paige was second last year, but they're not Grace Harbor all Americans. So as of right now, we're still only holding off on one all American and that's Casey. Um, and then we go up to 191, and I've got Audrey Booker and Paige Baines and Booker is going to surprise people. Um, Audrey is from Wisconsin. She, um, uh, I could have put her in at 170, but I think that 191's a better weight for her. She's extremely dangerous with a few things that she does. So um, excited to see her get out there and, and shake the tree a little bit, and then of course that uh, finishes us off with our number one ranked Paige Baines at 191. Um, I mean, she is absolutely the strongest human I've. I, I, I like I watched her pick up a, a, a 200 pound female by gripped her elbow and gripped her knee not getting her hips under her not trying to act like it's heavy like picked a girl up above her head with her freaking elbow and knee and i mean splatters people like her athleticism and power and explosion and um like her prowess on the mat is very special and when she gets down to fight and weight i mean that girl has got world championship written all over her. Olympic gold medal is written all over her. She's a monster. So, I mean, that's who I'm working with. That's my crew. Um, obviously, I have a great coaching staff. Um, I brought, um, just right now, we just got Becca Leathers. and She's not a coach, but we're using her as a coach. Um, she's a, a student. She'll be on the team next year. Um, and uh, But, man, having her in the room has been a blessing. Um, she can... She can run the room. She can do everything. So it's been really nice to have that leadership and the motivation and the and I mean she's done it. So these girls have now somebody that like has been at the top, at the at the highest, at the hardest, at the biggest, you know. And um, and she relates with them and talks about like all the little things. Like you know we've had her for going on three weeks now here in the room or a month or whatever. And boy, it has just been. Uh, a, she's been a light a light in our room. And I, and I thought we were doing good things, but like she literally turned us around right away. So um, super excited to see how this crew turns out tomorrow,
1: you know? Absolutely. Uh, so you talked a lot about preparation. Uh, can you give us an outline of, as you're going into the biggest event of the year for your college program, what are you working on? How do you uh, get yourself mentally and physically prepared to compete and win a national title?
0: Um, you know, like, it, it's really like I set it up. I set it up so it's a it's it's a process that started really back in November. Um, and we have we do I, I load really heavy duty. I load hard and then I taper and I teach their bodies how to load and taper throughout the season. So um, we went through a pretty heavy load about going just just before and right after national duels. So the girls going into national duels definitely weren't peaking they were real um, I would say they were tired and um, some of them hadn't really got their feet back under them from Christmas break I gave them a nice long Christmas break as well so they could heal up and they could feel um, fresh and and run through this back part of this um, season healthy and and fresh fresh in their minds Um, we work on a lot of visualization stuff we work on um, like goal setting so like a lot of people talk oh yeah goals this and that write your goals down do your goals i mean like we actually we have a system that i i was taught actually through the amway um, amway is like a, a like a health and nutrition oh, on the marketing yeah. system cool. mm-hmm. so i i i was in amway years back and i got to listen to some of these um, these diamonds or whatever talk and boy the 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 talks that they give and they gave um, in that in that business really relate directly correlate with wrestling. So I've taken a lot of the knowledge I took from that business um, and implemented it into our goal setting and then our our like uh, the way that we go and achieve things. So um, like. You know, we put something on our plate that we want and then we just try and start to align our minds and our bodies and our and, and everything, our actions all towards what we're what we're focused on. So, um yeah, I like I guess like there we're multiple parts to it, you know, um I guess. So over the last few weeks, like I said, we're doing personal drills. Um we lightened up our conditioning mode. Um, I mean we still conditioned hard, but we we were two a days up until a few days ago, and then I had these kids getting good rest and rest and recovery is a big deal for us. Even throughout the season, we uh, um, I give them a, a mid day off during the week. Um, I give like Wednesdays off, or depends on what we're doing. Sometimes it's Thursdays, sometimes it's Tuesdays, but mostly those days we're, we're um, in the in the Y doing uh, doing recovery, hot tub, steam, ice bath, um mental recovery uh i talk about you know all that stuff with the kids and i think they're they're really starting to put it into action and play so it's been great
1: what's your view on the wcwa nationals and it's it's growth from you know you've been in women's wrestling for a long time so you understand the progression that we've been on uh how do you view this tournament um you know toughness strength Uh, a number of teams now are winning different national titles and contending for national titles we're getting we're even getting foreign athletes coming in and competing as as a part of this so the the talent pool is really growing i think i mean besides just the talent
0: pool um growing this group is growing so like this group of girls um has been putting in a ton of time like throughout the season last year and through the summer i saw girls from every school at the, the Olympic Training Center. I saw girls from every school attending big events and doing doing their part and putting their time in. So, like, not only are we starting to attract bigger names and bigger, um, uh, I guess, uh, more accoladed wrestlers, um, but the, the groups, like, I think that, that junior and senior level of girls are starting to see that this, um, the next generation, these freshmen and sophomores and this next year's class of seniors that are coming in are all the best that the United States have ever seen. Like, I mean, multiple of the the cadet and junior world teams were filled with girls that were cadet and junior world team members. You know, like first-year cadets making a cadet team and then second-year cadets making a cadet team and a junior team when and beating out some of these college girls while they were still young, you know, and now they're starting to filter into the college world. So I think this year, I, by far this year will be the toughest WCWA I'd say. Um, I mean, I've only seen a couple. I saw, um, this will be my second as a, into it, but I watched the year before. Um, and clearly like you got Helen and you got, like there was multiple Olympians and um, that, that even in last year's Haley. Um, so it's like, the wrestling's there, you know, um, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun to see this coaching uh, core actually, um, you know, we see each other all year long. So we're seeing each other at events through Fargo, running state stuff, um, going to, I mean, you know, all over the Olympic Training Center and doing, you know, doing the circuit. So it's been fun to see um, the growth of women's wrestling, and we're starting to attract more and more high-level men uh, men's coaches that weren't on the want to go help women. You know, now they're starting to come over. We got a collat, John Smith, and we got like some of these guys that, that have been notoriously um, straight men's now giving back to the women's side. So it's it's been great.
1: So yesterday was National Girls and Women in Sport Day. So it's very appropriate, yeah. I think, that we have you on and that we have the WCAWAs this weekend. Um, sure. For you, you know, tell me, Uh, what you would say for a woman out there, a young woman, young girl, you know, what are the benefits of this sport? Why should you get involved with this sport? At a very basic level, um, I'm not saying you want to be an Olympic champion, just sure, sure. Just like
0: needs. Like I, I think the coolest part about the sport of wrestling is
1: is it teaches
0: somebody to be themselves. It teaches somebody to be to learn who they are, to learn how they work, learn what, what things drive them, um, what, how to be coached, um, how to, to take coaching, how to, to be a leader, how to be, um, a teammate, how to, um, there's just like a whole element that wrestling brings to the table that I don't think many other sports really bring. I equate it with more like learning, um, learning the instrument or learning the language, but but more so in the sport of wrestling than those two things, you have like a, a camaraderie with the team thing too. So it's like it really teaches people and then in, in like talking about maybe not even um being an Olympic champ, but maybe even having that as a possibility in somebody's life, like that opens up windows and doors for their mind that maybe they'll never ever would have thought um, were, were possible for them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like gives them like just some drop of hope that that maybe they can be something bigger and greater and better than than they ever thought possible. And so I think that's what wrestling does. It's a very small, tight knit community that goes along with it. So um, in especially in women's wrestling, you can be a first year wrestler and be in the same room as Olympic medalists, world medalists, um, getting knowledge directly from them, um, and, and, you know, and just in lifestyle. So I think that's, I think that's why I, I think it's great for any, any, any woman to come on and be, try wrestling. And right? it, it, it turns you into somebody that you never thought you, you could be somebody, somebody bigger, greater, and better, um, than, than most any human could, could imagine themselves of be.
1: The so, last last bit of conversation. What would your advice be then to to a woman who wants to get involved, or or um, you know, just wants to be able to to experience the opportunities that wrestling has to offer? You know, what would be your critical piece of advice? Try, go for it. Um, reach
0: out and step out there, and and take break the fear. I know there's a lot of going to be a lot of sisters and a lot of um, you know, like girlfriends, possibly. I have a girl that's on my team. She has been hit and miss. She, she comes a little bit. This, she hasn't been around a ton this year. But her first year wrestling was, very, was last year. Her boyfriend started um, on the men's team. And she was just around the sport. She saw girls coming in. And she like legitimately stepped out of her comfort zone and was like, hey, can I try? And, and I was like, absolutely, let's do it. Um, you know what? So take the leap take the leap, step out there, um, break the fear, don't, don't hold i I'm a girl, so I can't do it, uh, or I'm not that athletic yet, so I can't do it, I can't even do a push-up, so I can't do it, I've had girls, my 116 pounder arguably couldn't do a push-up, she said, when she came, and she can do 100 push-ups now, so like, it, it's not been more than four or five months, you know what I'm saying? It's just, so it's just a decision. Um, she decided that she could do some more. So you know, I think that's probably my advice: just to to get the guts to do it, step up
1: and do it. Excellent, um, Andy. Uh, that that's all I have for you. I think we uh, you have to take care of your team now. At, at some point, yeah, uh, you got a big yeah, tournament you know, this weekend. Uh, before I let you go, anything else that you'd you'd like to share with the people, of the wrestling world?
0: Hey, you know. Uh, thank you just just thank you richard for for doing what you do and um thanks for always being a good friend to wrestling and a good friend to me and and continually uh growing the sport like you do and um keep taking those amazing photos like uh, that stuff is amazing so um yeah i'm gonna give richard a shout out get on and check out his his uh photos online Uh, make sure you check them all out um USA Wrestling, I just want to give a shout out to USA Wrestling and Terry Steiner and, and the women's um, program. Thank you, thank you for um, laying the groundwork and setting the pathway for us to do all this stuff. So we're, uh, we're fighting for you guys, and uh, 2020, here we come, baby. 18- plus.